Sex in the Time of COVID, Part 2, Facebook Drama, and Porn. You heard me. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. But it doesn't really matter that it's off key because I create the key. I am the key creator. (laughs) I am not the key creator. Are you the key master? Um, I am the gatekeeper. (laughs) I am definitely the gatekeeper. All right. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm, that's, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. That's how I am. That you're just okay? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just okay. And okay is just fine. Did you know? That's that's okay. I keep seeing these memes everywhere where the shitty thing you're doing right now is just good enough. <laughs> whatever the whatever the fuck those those mediocreies instead of successories are like telling everybody that life is fantastic even when you're like floating, you know, face down in the sewage bin. Would that start a couple of years ago when I got Ethan a T-shirt that said, "Okay, world's okayest brother." Like mediocrity <laughs> is just fine for now and mediocrity. For the time it's being. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people would be thrilled to rise to okay. I think that's that's kind of yeah. like goal these days. And and what do the T-shirts now say? I'm okay. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Look away. I whatever they say. Everything's fine. It's 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 this fine. Is fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. The world's burning. It's fine. We're fine. All fine. Everything's fine. Uh by the way, have you seen Saturday Night Live yet? From this past week? Oh yes. Yes. We are yes, we are <laughs> devotees. We watch it every waking second. We record it. We have it. We watch it again in the morning with the children's. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen it. What do you think? I've already seen it was pretty good. I've already seen commentary. Oh, oh really? Goodness. I saw it. Part of it I was tough. It. Part of it I liked was tough it. to watch. It was tough to watch. I did think it was tough to watch because it's, it's their, the entire humor was based on satire and fairly ruthless fun poking at a dude who is, you know, critically ill and possibly could die. And in the process of trying to understand what's going on there. Let's laugh and laugh and laugh. And the reality is, I think they turned the corner when they came back to this idea of, you know, Jim Carrey there as the pretend Joe Biden is like, I believe in science and karma. (laughs) And I was like, well, I gotta, I believe in those two things too. So in that light, I will giggle at home in the solitude of my television watching space. So, yeah, but it was there were some awkward moments. And I mean, you know, even when they get to the news thing, when they do the weekend update, you've got uh, whatever the guy's name is, is not coming to me at the moment from Staten Island sitting there saying, yeah, this has been really interesting when the entire content of the show changed as of Friday morning. We're a Saturday show. (laughs) And I was like, I was thinking about that because I'm sure they had planned their whole debate thing since Tuesday. And then on Friday, zoinks. So it's, it's I think they Colin Jost and Michael Che are the head writers for the show. So I think Friday came and they're like, fuck. All right, let's hunker down. Let's it's like a college late night, whatever. And they they hunker down and Scarlett Johansson had to go to bed early without Colin Jost. <laughs> and they had to figure it out. I mean, there was a lot of work ahead of them, but they did great. And it was oh hilarious. Big fan. And Megan The Stallion was on. And I my husband her. asked yeah. me. Do you think she's going to sing? I'm like, well, it's not really her song. She does backup. So we got to hear Savage. We did not get to hear WAP, which was very disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, I then played it for my husband and told him, there's some holes in this house. <laughs> it was great. Well, that makes me understand a little bit more about why the first topic for discussion on our sh- collective board today is porn. If that's what it you're is playing not the- for your husband while you're watching TV. Do you want it to be the first topic? I can make it the first topic. It is the first topic. It's at, it's at the top of the board. So I don't know if there's some other design to having something at the top where it's not first. Yeah, I think I think 
I'm curious Jump about right your porn again, again, again. Well, because here's the thing. It's a frequent feature on our show. And I, I'm, I think that you and I are the least representative people when it comes to this topic. I truly believe that we represent two extremes. And I, I don't think I'm extreme and I don't think you're extreme. But in, it's neither of us are anywhere near the median on, in this case. What your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I, I'm bringing up porn this week because... Hey, 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 hey. You know, it's, you know everybody watches porn. All right, let's start by saying, no, other I, than Amy, I'd start stop. by saying, let, no, but let's, no, let's start by saying, I, you need to take a straw fucking poll. I brought this up and I got to, I got to call them out. My plastic surgeon ladies, right? When I was, when I was getting together with that set of people, these are, we talk, there's a lot of action happening. These are people who are, you know, the object of much desire. This, there's a lot of action happening. And I happen to mention, you know, in a joking way, it's like, oh, yeah, somebody suggested that I should I should write some porn, right? That I should be the person to do it because I'm a writer and this and this content. And they all went, are you crazy? Ew, no. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how disgusting? Why would you ever do that? You made them sound like turkeys. Well, and I'm so grateful you found a group of turkeys just like you, but you are the minority. I would say 90% of people have has they have porn play some sort of fantasy role in their lives at some point um you're not one of them and your girls are not four of them either by the way every person that I try to talk to about this to even ask to see if you're right or if I'm wrong or whatever the combination of things is no one will discuss it they don't they don't find it so it's taboo it It doesn't mean no, uh, no, but it's not like they're saying that's a private thing. It's not like they're, it's not like I'm asking them, you know, what kind of shit did you have this morning? I mean, it's not that it's just private. It's the kind of thing where they're like, no, that's not for me. Like they, if they're interested in it, they actively deny it as if I'm shameful for asking the question. Well, that's exactly what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about is you. Oh, Yay, my favorite topic. No. That's a joke because I hate that topic. (laughs) How do you think your opinion of people would change if you knew what kind of porn they watched? I, wow, that's a, if I knew that they watched, say it again. Take a moment with me and, and agree that. Let's just start at a basis that, all right, I'll take it back to 80. 80% 80 of people in the world watch some, some degree of, or some kind of porn. Can we agree on that? I'll go with it for this conversation. Sure. Okay. So you go to all these meetings. You sell your product. You're you're in a tourism field. You're in this field where you're just exploding with other people who are who are meeting with you from all over everywhere, all over the state. For you, all over the coast, you have other states that for whom you you manage their whatever. I'm, I don't want. I'm national. I'm national. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's there's a there's a wide reach. I deal with people right. who so, are not not just regional. There's a very wide reach. So I get a, a broad cross section of folks. It's not just in my little town. It's rarely people who I would bump into in my town. Rarely to never. Most of my right. clients so are you're far sitting, overseas. Yeah. So there you are sitting at a conference room table with. All sorts of all kinds of from all over. Right. And knowing that 80% of the population, and I will do better research and maybe I should have before popping on today and no, popping no, it's off not about today. that. Go. Yeah. Um, let's agree that 80, let's say 80%. So they're sitting at a conference room table and you're selling your wares. They're telling you what they need from you. They're creating business. You're working together. And in the back of your head, and this is kind of the same issue I had when. I, I asked you how you could possibly still be friends with people that you've slept with in the past because there's still that thing in the back of your head. My head's on like a cement mixer. It's constantly mixing. There is no back. Everything that's in the back is at one point in the front and coming around again and again. It's part of an adult ADD thing, which is a lovely treat that I have. So knowing that these people were home last night with their families. Oh, didn't he just say that his wife was out at his at his in-laws with the kid? 
This guy totally watched porn last night. How do you think your opinion of people would change if you knew what kind of porn they watch? That guy watches piss porn. That guy likes babysitter porn. Like, how do you think your opinion, do you think your opinion would change of them if you knew the things they watch there? I don't know how to use the word peccadillos, but I think it comes in here somewhere. Well, it's so large that I feel like I have to break it down piece by piece. Do so, it. It, we even have to start with the well. We even have to start with the idea of what do I? What would my opinion of people be if and that I knew that they were watching porn? Because it's the same. It's almost yes. It is. No, it is not. You, Everybody does it. You, it. No, it is not. Thank you. Everybody does not do it in the same they way. Do. They absolutely don't, dear. They don't. Am I a liar? Do I do it? Am I lying to you right now? Am I concealing something from you right now? Look at every device I have. Look at every history of every device <laughs> that I've had on any platform for as long as I've been alive. Look at my purchase history of anything available. Look, 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 look. It's not there. It's not. Conversely, I will tell you. I mean, I'm an adult. I will tell you that uh, 190% of teens have access to and have watched, if not, have a fairly dangerous watching relationship with porn. That generationally, that's happening. Because the shit is free, it's pervasive, it's ubiquitous, it's a part of who they are. It is what you do. And I don't mean just boys. So that's there and happening. I think that's very different than people our age who had some kind of a relationship with it and either grew out of it or grew into it, right? You know, you sort of, it was a taboo thing like alcohol. You couldn't have access to it. You had to get somebody to buy you a magazine or, or sneak in somewhere to a store or whatever this would be, right? And then when you had access to it, now what are you going to do? And then the entire industry changed from it used to be really kind of a specific target. Then it got broader and broader and broader in terms of the audience that it wants to attract until it's fairly mainstream. So I get all of these shifts are happening, but guess what? I wasn't on that fucking train in the same way that I think that we think that people did and tried and still do a lot of drugs that maybe they kind of don't. So that's a part of the fallacy is something that an individual indoctrinates into their own life that that I do in my life regularly. I think everybody cooks dinner every night and knows how to cook and go shopping. And the only reason that they don't cook dinner is because they don't feel like it that day. Not because they never fucking cook dinner and it's the furthest thing from their mind. That's still kind of like it's that basic and simple. It's I sort of identify that the things that I do every day, every week, naturally, normally throughout the course of the year, that everyone else is just like me. I also think everybody's exactly the same age as me, that they all make the same money as me. Like I just stupidly put everybody in my bracket and me thinks that's how you thinks about porn because to you and to me. No, I've read and studies. And to you and to me, porn ain't nothing, man. It's porn. Porn can be really damaging, but for the most part, uh, for yeah, the most I part. Don't, I don't, so talk, it, it talk doesn't now, actually, talk. It, it doesn't actually play a role in my life or my sex life for that matter. But I've read studies that have, have I think it was like 90% have admitted to having porn play a role in their lives at some point. I'm not talking about people who are addicted to it. I'm not talking about people who can't have sex without it, who have unnatural connection to. I'm just talking about a precursory, is that a word? Yeah. Uh, um, experiences with and, and and not wildly in-depth, I'm seeking a 12-step program to get me out of this No, issue. I'm not even there either. I'm just talking about somebody who in the course of six months can say, I looked at porn once, twice, five times. Right. And I think that's way more pervasive than you think. And I was asking you, my question for you right now is, you know, while you sit around doing pitches at a conference table, <laughs> looking around at the guy with the comb over, the woman with the ill-fitting suit, the like all of these people who are sitting at this table with you, how do you think your opinion would change of them? How about the couple you went out to dinner with last night? How about, and I'd, dear listener, Amy has not told me what she did last night. So it's really just a random comment. No, there's no risk. There's no risk. If you there's are no dinner. There's no dinner. If you were listening and you had dinner with Amy last night, I'm not really talking no, about No, I you. actually accidentally went to an art show and it was super great because I had intended to go, totally forgot. 
And then we decided to go and get uh, a pizza and we thought, well, let's just go pick it up. So we went down there and right next to the pizza store was the art store. And my friend was there who was exhibitioning and I got to actually pop in mask on face and cheer and put my hands over my head and say, wow, that's such a beautiful $4,000 painting. Bye. Yeah. So I hate, <laughs> I hate going to shit that it's like, I ain't going to buy that. It's gorgeous as it is. Yeah. There was no dinner. Back to porn. Always back to porn. So I'm wondering how your opinion would change if you knew that the guy who's about to buy your product or is telling you to change the way you're delivering a website and its function was watching bondage porn until wee hours of the morning. And that's why the bags are under his eyes. I think that I think I, on the surface level, in the broadest context, my opinion would be unchanged, but my the depth of my backstory about this person, my my invented fantasy of what they do when we're not around, of which there's a lot based on the clothes they wear, the way they drink their coffee, the choice of muffin that they take from the assorted box. All these things, my I have a wild imagination. It's constantly going, can't turn it off. So I'm continuously writing these fictions. It would get way more interesting. <laughs> it would be it would be super negatively impacted if I felt that the sexual tastes were misogynistic, uh, aggressive, frightening. You know what I mean? If they were quirky and kinky, but it didn't feel like it was an attack on women or that it was creating views that that seemed really damaging to one or the other genders uh, or of the genders, right? If it, if it didn't feel damaging, um, I, don't, I just think that would be as interesting as saying, like, I wonder what, what how they you know, put their lipstick on or brush their teeth or any of these other things. I really don't, I don't have a whole, briefs. I don't have, that's my problem with porn. I don't have a judgment about people engaging in that content until I think about it for two to three seconds. And that's when I get <laughs> to this idea that there's really, there's really only one, it's an unequal system, period. It's just an unequal system. If you're, it's just women are losing out in this game when they participate in porn. And that colors any kind of enjoyment that I could even conceive getting out of it. So initially when I started thinking about it and how you would see it, because you are my conversational partner, um, I thought, <laughs> you know, the the conference room table. And then I thought, you know, the the restaurant table. And then I thought your kitchen table. Because you sit at a kitchen table or a dining room table with four boys. Yep. And two of and whom are known, two of whom are well known to have access to and looked at, and we've had conversations about porn, for sure. Yeah, I had the same conversations with my son. Number one, women don't bend like that. Number two, uh, <laughs> nobody likes to take it to the face. And number three, Jesus, treat, these are not the conversations <laughs> that we have. You treat women with respect and respect alone, and you get consent, consent, consent three times. Like, we've had all the appropriate ones as well, but at, I did say, Look, I think this is completely ruining your expectations of what women are going to do for you because that is not going to happen. And I don't want you to live a life of disappointment. It's like watching a superhero movie. Okay, Marvel, that's great. But when you I go out- You can't jump off the roof. You still can't jump off the roof. And that car is about to get an accident. You can't use your mm, force to move this over. Like It doesn't work that way. And women don't fucking do that. Um, unless, of course, you're watching a specific kind of porn where they do. So- I, I was wondering that. And the reason, I don't want you to think this is really all I think about, you freaking perv. The reason I, this came up for me is because several of my friends re, in the last few years have had the opportunity, responsibility, to take care of their parents, right? The tables have turned. Your parents are kind of becoming your kids and you're going to be taking a leadership role in how their mid to end of life works out because you become a custodian of their future. <clears throat> Remember last week we talked about, I'm going to unplug you or I'm putting you in a home. It's, yeah, and it's they my, know it's it. my kids go to phrase. Yeah. Right. And you're printing t-shirts that say, I'll plug you back <laughs> in. And I fucking love I will, that. I will plug you back in. I'm so grateful. And we've already and I established. Will, I will hide your porn if you wish it hidden. Right. That's no problem. Sure. I have somebody local for that. Too. Perfect. It's fine. I'm glad. So, so I know that these couple of friends of mine have been responsible for, you know, finding the visiting nurse or going through dad's things and, and figuring out, well, 
one of my friends went through Happily Married Dad's Things and found some websites that he was visiting when he was alone and they were wildly inappropriate for a married human. And I don't think porn is wildly inappropriate, but dating sites are. That's like finding your dad on Tinder. Why are you on Tinder, dad? What what does mom know? Like, is this part of? And, and you can't ask these questions to your parents because it's their private whatever that you walked into, their sanctum. Uh, so, and another one, finds videos and porn sites on on her dad's her dad's you know I was just looking for your policy number and there was labia everywhere like what do you do when that happens what do you do when you discover your family members are like do you just turn around and don't don't acknowledge do you say you know you might want to put a password on shit like this or I'd like to teach you about a private browser. I would like to teach you how to click this little plus button in the corner which tells delete right away or or just be smart about it. It's like my kids eating candy and All leaving right, wrappers but here's what you're everywhere. doing. But here's what you're doing. You're reinforcing that this is not to be done, that this is a secret, that this is to be held in privacy, that no one should know, that it is to be concealed, that it is embarrassing, that it is not something that you can talk about openly with a family member, that it is in all of these ways, therefore, on some level, negative, distasteful, and to be shamed. That's exactly what you're doing. And you, from a person who says 80% of people do this all the time, yeah. That's, you know, 80% of the people are not constipated at any one moment. That's how common an 80% thing is. 80, if, if we agree that 80% of people are doing this at one time, how on earth can it be such a terrible and shameful thing? So when you ask what should you do, the question turns back inwardly and say, is this a problem? Is this something that is worth me doing anything about? Or is it no different than I came across the toothpaste in the drawer? I know you brush your teeth and here's your choice of toothpaste. That's interesting. Close the drawer. Like that's, no, you, there, I'm not got, saying it's, it's shameful, all that, but, but you, but the subtext is even in the question. I'm not, I'm saying if you know that someone, I don't think my children need to see toys of mine. I don't think the children need to, these are your kids and this is who's going to be taking care of you. And if you're fine having your children know that you have a nurse porn fantasy and she's on your account looking for a private visiting nurse, then that's fine if it's fine with you. But my friends who have come across these things, and it's not one friend and it's not two friends. It's actually three friends. Um, and so on and so, and so on. And they told and so two on. friends. Well, but- and I, and I got to backtrack because I'm conflating two issues here, right? Finding a loved one who previously was understood to be in a loving, mutually exclusive relationship, finding that that person is actively engaging on step out on your spouse sites is not porn. And there's a totally different thing to find that your, your parent is on Tinder or on, I don't know what they are, Bumble. I don't, I don't even know which ones are real and which ones are jokes on the shows I watch is on some sort of dating platform. Why would that be? That has nothing to do with porn. That has to do with getting access to another human to have some kind of a relationship, one would presume, purely physical. So that's that's a totally different thing, and that is worth a question, and how do you deal with it? And that's, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But again, if we are going to conflate uh, porn with toothpaste, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's part of life that lots of people do. You just have a special drawer for it. And I agree with you when you say, I don't want my kids knowing my personal intimate details in the same way. I I was just having this same sort of a weird moment about menstruation. Sorry to go there, male listeners. But the truth is I have three boys. And what I really want to do is make them normal, not weird assholes about that. I failed about a physical. (laughs) Well, you have someone in your house who is going through this at at roughly the same developmental period as the other person who is not going through this. So, All I tried to say, I was listening to another podcast and it switched over to this topic inexplicably and the two women were discussing it because they had found a product they liked in graphic detail. Graphic detail that was so graphic it was too much for me. I was in the car with Petey and we were were listening loudly, listening to this and I just held the steering wheel a little tighter 
and I kept my face blank and I let it ride at the same volume and I said nothing. And I was just waiting for him to say something, right? And then on and on it rolled and on and on it rolled and on and on it rolled. And then finally we got home and then I just, you know, was like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Because the point is, I, on the one hand, I don't need to teach you how to blow your nose by talking about snot for six weeks. That's not how you teach somebody to blow their nose. But right. if you have to blow your nose, we're going to talk about snot. So I just felt like he should be able to hear something like this and not make all this, turn it off, and that's what happened. So he certainly was staring straight ahead and not making any noise. <laughs> it was like, this is super gross. But we're, you know, I can hit it. I can hit I can take it. If you could take it, I could take it. So, so Lesson I wonder, so, well, so back to porn, right? I don't want them knowing very intimate details about likes and dislikes, but is that really the same as putting a password on there's, there's privacy and then there's shame. Some things, some things are private because they're private, but where does it cross over into shame? And I felt like there was a lot of shame talk in this. What do you do when you find a giant box of videos and, and who knows whatever else, mostly just, you know, it, are there even boxes anymore or well, is it just it's on funny. the computer? Cause it's, it's fucking just free. on the computer yeah. or the TV. The giant box of video you can kind of laugh off because it doesn't really show you anything. Well, I second- I know a friend who did the same thing, had an aging parent, and and in the process of moving items in the office of all places was a giant box of I mean a, a banker's box if you know the size of those from the office store filled with magazines videotapes tapes actual tapes that's where this is old there is you can't even play a v, v, there is no such thing as a VCR anymore right that's how old this is but at the same time I better hurry up and convert my wedding why'd video you, if why'd you keep case. it it's like why <laughs> if you ain't gonna play it why'd you keep it so is there a secret room with a big with a big videotape player in it and a giant wall of whips and nips and who knows and the like I don't know a red room yeah <laughs> yeah I what do you know. mean mom I don't know. you can find the code in my red room I'm sorry mom what did you just say we need a safe <laughs> word yeah uh-uh. so and and how come it's all the fathers that are doing it and not the mothers thank you well, I think there's a there's a lack of content, which is why it was suggested to me that I should be the one to create it, which I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do, listener. How could I? I don't even watch it. I'll do it with you. All right. Very good. Well, then then it we you. know it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it with you. Talk about privacy. Look, I don't, I don't mean to talk like porn plays a huge role in my life. It doesn't. It just doesn't. But I am aware the same way when I was in high school, and this is going to get somebody who's either <clears throat> dead or retired in trouble. Good. Um. I just assumed that everybody got high. Yeah, they I did. didn't. I, I, they didn't. But I just assumed because I knew of a specific teacher and another teacher and a friend of that one. I just assumed that it, it wasn't a big deal and it wasn't pervasive and it was it was pervasive and it didn't need to be shamed the same way porn is pervasive and doesn't need to be shamed. I was just asking at the top of the show twenty minutes ago um, if. Your opinion would change of the people around each of those tables, restaurant, um, conference room, kitchen, if you knew what kind of porn they liked. Would that change? I mean, I just my my premise is assuming everyone does it, and that's where we went on a dog leg. Not everybody does it. You should. But they don't. But I mean, but they don't. Fine. But if we're just assuming they do, (coughs) would your opinion change? Should it? Should it change of them? Yeah. If you knew, if you knew that, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. In the same way that my opinion changes of someone who is a pathological liar, someone who is not trustworthy, someone who is actively cheating or um, diminishing. Uh, access to I'm trying to think of somebody who is making life really shitty for women at work yeah I think there's a lot of negative they're just watching no I'm saying that there are similarities to the negative impact on society that I would look down on as well so if I consider the fact that there's types of porn that have a real negative impact on society yeah I wouldn't be thrilled about a person who thinks that's a-okay and great let's all do it no I don't think that's great Dear listener, write us anonymously <laughs> at uh, you can write us brilliantobservations at gmail.com and let us know what kind of porn you watch. You know, if 
it, I don't know even how to ask you. Do you watch? Do you think people watch? Do you watch crazy porn? Do you want to tell us about it? If you want to tell us about it privately, email is the way to go. But what if is you crazy want- porn? Like crazy, what does even crazy porn mean? Like horrifically, like tweaky and weird and strange. Like what do you even mean by crazy? Look, I've never seen <laughs> the the amount of topics. Like I couldn't even have guessed like more than 15 topics of what porn could be. And occasionally, if you stumble across a table of contents for a porn site, it's shocking. <laughs> it's really, there's animated porn. And I thought, hey, yeah, yeah, that's that's easier to take, I think. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to watch? Those aren't even people. Their edges are so soft, they look like animals. <laughs> you could That's National Geographic, which, by the way, in my opinion, that's how porn started. The consumer... <laughs> The consumer services catalog and the and the whatchamacallit, it definitely started National Geographic magazines coming out with the African women who are always naked. Oh, I thought you meant animals. The- Get it on. I thought you meant like, you know, wildlife, husbandry, that people thought, hmm, there must not be a, a big leap. A bra catalog. <laughs> uh, all Victoria's those Secret. Yeah. Victoria's Secret. Yeah, those were... Sears and Roebuck. Sad. Rock and Marder. Um, also, if you wanted to share just a little story, if you have something to share, you can go on Brill Ob's Squad. Yeah, I think that's it's it. through the Brilliant Observations, either on Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget Instagram. You can. I'm not the only one who's allowed to post on our Instagram. You can really... <laughs> Jump in there and and tag us and post. We would love to hear from you. And you know what? This week we did get a beautiful letter. Oh, my gosh, yes. Amy? Oh, it was fantastic. It was from dear listener Cameron, who fantastically weighed in on our plastic surgery discussion. And and, that's right. (laughs) Had a perfect point of view, which is, If you're doing it for yourself because you feel like this is something that's going to advance who you are and how you feel, fucking go for it. But if you're doing it because you look around and think, do I need this many wrinkles? Is the world telling me? Is this something that will, you know, from an outside external pressure, run screaming from that knife. And that's exactly the way that it should be. That whatever you want to do to advance yourself and help yourself, that's on you. But do not feel the pressure, for God's sake. And if you're young, 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 reevaluate. Wait think about it see if you're getting this pressure from outside or if it truly is something coming from you so that's the good news I did have a rhinoplasty at the age of ripe old age of 16 and on space balls you know when kidnapped they threatened to give princess whatever her name is back her old nose and that is my biggest nightmare (laughs) I do have dreams about that and it's horrible with a capital whore um big fan of of that it gave me an opportunity to let the outside world see the inside person that I was and it was life-changing for me I'm glad so I do support that but well now I'm super curious to see what your nose was because that doesn't make any sense to me but I know that that dream will die on the vine and I shall never have access you probably have burned all examples there probably is no secret secret folder with your before well, you know, I'm related to some Floridians who probably have a box. Ah, yeah, all right. and and there are there are pictures in the box, but I'm sure I could dig a couple up as well. And I would if our listenership went to. No, just kidding. <laughs> Forget it. It's not happening. I've seen all those TikToks. Mom, can I get a puppy if I get how many likes do I have to get on this video right here to get a puppy? Ew. And the mother's like two million. Two million. So I don't think there are 2 million people Gross. on TikTok. Yes, there are. Gross. So you feel you have your own opinions about porn. And I just wanted to share that it's very distressing when you run into situations where your parents become human. Well, you don't you ever s- answer any of your own damn questions. So how does your opinion change of people in the supermarket and the Amish market and across the table at the PTA meeting and in all of the professional settings where you find them? When you stare across and realize that this is someone who frequents, you know, bondage and slapping or whatever the, you know, I don't know what the, how, what would it take to change your opinion? Or does it change Um, your opinion for the better? 
Well, since I can't possibly know what kind of porn they watch unless I ask, and then I will no longer be accepted as a volunteer in my community. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of a red flag topic. Yeah, so it's a uh, catch-22 there. So if I ask, but so instead, the creative side of me assigns them porn. Ah, uh, okay. So, All so right. while sitting, so while I go to the Amish market, that guy with the huge white beard who's who's handing me the uh, cheddar and broccoli quiche, uh-huh. I'm like, hmm, I think he likes, and that's the game I play throughout right. the whole market. The dude who has made a lifetime vow against, you know, the adva- electronics against the advancement <laughs> of buttons is really down <laughs> with some high end. Stick it in you. Like, what What did you assign the dude with the high-pitched voice, voice who sells the gummy bears? Yes, he's <laughs> absolutely. I love that you know. I've taken Amy once or twice to the Amish market with me. And oh my strangely, Lord. there's so a six-foot-two, you know that that bowl cut. Um, he's standing Barn raisin. I'm going to help you get your cow style. You know, no, stand, don't say it like that. It's, st- no, I'm he going to help you get your cow. I've never he in has, my life heard a higher. It was a piccolo couldn't go this high. I don't even understand it. And we both, you both made that face. We're standing there like, don't laugh, don't laugh, don't laugh. You know, and our whole faces are like, mm-hmm, no, this is fine. Dear listener, have you had an experience where something crazy just happened and you have to make a face of this is perfectly normal and yes. we don't notice a fucking thing It would have been wrong. less shocking if he had started talking about porn. That's how shocking his voice was. As that Amish super, kid. Super weird. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded like Mickey Mouse. It was God. the highest pitch for such like a super tall, bowl-cutted human for him to come over. And absolutely <laughs> something's wrong with him. Absolutely. And we're horrible people for even discussing and laughing sure, about it. Sure. That's but, right. I'll go, yeah. Of course. But I have totally thought about what kind of porn does he listen to in preparation Where did for you put this him? podcast. Where did you put him? Um, I put him in a cuckold kind of oh. watching watching somebody else. Like that's that's where I that's the box I put him in, um, or or gif. <laughs> I don't know. He he's definitely watching other people. There's Jerry no way he's Falwell participating. Junior, that's that's yeah. the kind of porn. The he's pool watching. boy. He's yeah. definitely like they mm-hmm. dug a pool, but he's he's definitely watching two other people. Why would while... you want to watch someone have sex with your spouse? Well, he was taking care of himself while it happened. Why, Did I go too far? <laughs> why I don't understand why that why would you want to watch someone to have sex with your spouse? I don't get I can't even I, I don't I don't understand it, but I don't understand why you'd want to watch several things. Animated porn. Like there are several things I don't understand. Animated yes. porn I can get I can get around much easier. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. A thousand percent sense to me. So that's that that's I without thinking in any kind of graphic detail it's a fully created fantasy world you are it's invented anything can happen there's and it's also you control every aspect of it it nothing about it is real and at the same time you can you know to the minute detail make it down to whatever it is you're interested in yeah it makes it you know control everything I don't know it seems like that's an easier that seems like a creation and it's at its heart isn't porn supposed to be inventing something isn't it supposed to be a fantasy it's it's not just a documentary it's not like we stumbled into the dairy queen supply closet and magically we have porn that's national geographic and that's not something i'm gonna pay for period or watch for free you know i don't want to go to dairy queen now but (laughs) i do i always want to go to dairy queen i'm just not going back behind that wall bathroom Mm -mm -mm. no that's not we don't we don't make fun of the digital underground (sighs) we respect we respect them still not going there Burger King um yeah I agree but the the created world I I thought the excitement of it was that it could be real and not that it but now I'm beginning to appreciate other people's opinions but yes I definitely made that Amish guy uh a voyeur in his own little world um and (laughs) and that's how I do it I don't know I can't know I mean you go to volunteer to walk the pit bulls at the SPCA there's a girl who closes the screen she's watching immediately when you walk in, you're like, mm, what were you watching? Probably TikTok. But still, what, what what were you doing? So that's, I do trail off and I do kind of guess and whatever. But I want you to share the fact that you do have a kid who's on Tinder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tinder Pro or whatever it's called. So sex elite. in the time of COVID <laughs> elite. Sex in the time of COVID part duh 
is more so about share, please. Uh, I would just we have we talked about this at all or is this the first time because I've I was joking about it with some friends and I don't remember if I mentioned it here have we talked about tinder on show of recent of late we've talked about tinder being yes and in specifically with Rocco no no oh yeah so uh, a couple of weeks ago probably more than a month ago when he was actually at school uh husband and I are sitting on the sofa watching tv uh bring on his little his phone, watch, whatever, you know, everywhere you look, there's some technology device that's connected to the world and it's going to alert you. So all of a sudden he looks over at me and he goes, huh, did you? Uh, He goes, we just got an alert on our family plan for Tinder Elite, which I think is what it's called. Whatever the pro, like there's not only Tinder, but there's one that you can pay for that is like a higher level. (laughs) And I look at him and I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah. We have two accounts. And I'm like, two accounts? And he goes, one of them's yours. <laughs> and they let me squirm there laughing like, what? And then he starts laughing. I had signed up for it like three years ago to see what it was. So I downloaded it and then deleted it, obviously. So, but there's a record of me downloading this app. I Clearly. So it's hilarious. Good Lord. I won't watch porn, but I'll fucking date. Look anywhere, <laughs> look anywhere you want. I'm trying to figure out. It was research. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Right. So anyway, so that's hilarious. It was and, research. And then the child. <laughs> well, that's part of the problem, too. You hear all this. Like, I downloaded TikTok. Doesn't mean I'm on it. I looked at it. I deleted it. It's a stupid. It's not for me. So anyway, I'm there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Then we come to find out. Yes, he's on it. And then we ask him about it. What are you doing? This and this. Did you really need the whatever? And he's like, well, I get a higher success rate. <laughs> so the come to find out, he's very active on this stupid platform. It's gross. It's stupid. And now it's come full circle to people that he knows uh, are swiping in what direction or the other. And people, it's mostly people that he doesn't know. He brought it to me. Now he's home. He's back from school. The joke is long over. Now he's brought it to me and said, look at this. And he showed me a picture of some model who maybe was, I feel like she could go into porn, right? Standing there in a very small bikini, holding a dog in front of a lake. And they're both staring at the, at the camera like, hi, you know. And that's the picture that she had put on this platform and sort of invited into the uh, would you like to menu for my son. And his answer, which really yes. upset me, was, look at this. She's out of my league. And I'm like, not if she swept on you, dope. But at the same time, to think that's what he was thinking. First of all, you got to get past all this idea of, what the fuck with these horny little ass wipes that want to walk around, go into the closet, do it, leave. I mean, that's, and that that's what's happening. And that's what's happening. And I can verify that that's what's happening. And it's gross. And on the one hand, it's also... A lot less expensive than spending, you know, seven hours in a bar at night trying to make the same thing happen. But still, it's it's just gross. It's <laughs> effectively automated, the process. But the fact that he looked at her and thought she's out of my league when she invited you. How do right. you get there? What are you saying? I'm, I'm torn. And I'm torn because, you know, when my friend's kid was telling me about how a friend of hers was giving hummers at the Wawa, I thought... Did you say what? Hummers? What? Did you say plural? Did you say she went out and several, like what? And I said to her, my girlfriend's daughter, what was in it for this friend of yours? I'm curious. I like, have to, she- I'm not sure I understand because I think I understand. So you're saying that two, steps, girls- two steps away in your circle, you have confirmed that there are teen girls teen who girls. are given either hand jobs or blow jobs in a convenience store parking lot for no real reason. Well, the boys think there's a reason. No, I, I mean, they're not prostitutes. They're not getting paid. And they're not in love with this guy. No. And they're, or repeatedly, in a, or relationship. they're repeatedly doing this yes. for no reason. It's called summer. Um, it's and that's what, what summer happens. Is. That's summer, not what summer at the summer beach. Is. That's what that's happens. That's not what summer at the beach is. That's not. That's not what well, summer at the beach is. Well, it wasn't, but it seems it's in a, in a select group. It's not like porn where it's pervasive. In this select group of humans, it is. And I said to my girlfriend's daughter, well, what was in it for her? What did she enjoy about that? Certainly not the reputation she had by the next weekend. You know, what what could she have gotten out of that? So uh, I'm all for, I said, in the parking lot, did he reciprocate? Did she, did she drop trow right there and, and get 
her jollies too? Because if not, I think women are all about the giving and not receiving and that's fucking bullshit. So when I hear of this Tinder profile and how boys have been receiving for years and making and and women are doing and just losing reputation and not even getting physical pleasure. Go ahead, dear listener, write me and tell me how much you enjoy giving a hand job or a blow job. Go ahead. I fucking dare you to have the first letter we get. Not the first letter. Uh, Yeah. Then I then I welcome you to our first 28 minutes and see also porn. Like you're not you're not you're not. So You're when not. girls post like that and girls can go into a closet and they get enjoyment, I, I, I am on one level disgusted and on the other level saying, well, thank God you're not just giving anymore. You're finally getting. Well, and let's just back up because we know each other well and this is we're, we're leaving out the giant piece of this puzzle, which is both of us feel that any kind of these super casual, super frequent hookups in teens can be really dangerous. The idea is that you want to have a a relationship, I would go so far as to say a loving, mutually respected relationship on both sides. You want this to be, you want, I want the physical intimacy to be an extension of the emotional and, 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 an actual intimacy between the two of you. I want it's there. It's not a game. I yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not down with, I'm not pro, I'm not look the other way and think it's great that, you know, my 18 year old is very active. We have lots of conversation about it. We talk extensively about what we'd like him to be doing and not like him to be doing to put, you know, guardrails up to, to we would talk about this at length. I don't talk about this like it's any kind of a, a great thing. And if anything, Every time he meets one of these people, we start the whole conversation with a discussion about sex and he immediately brings it back to, I'm simply just trying to connect with people. Case in point, he went on a Tinder invitation date uh, yesterday, Friday, and we have to talk about COVID and then we talk about sex and then we talk about when you're coming home. These are the three things we talk about. And sure enough, he went out for a really long time and what he ended up doing was connecting with this person. They went out and played volleyball with a whole bunch of other people. They went out and got a milkshake at this place on the campus down there that's yum-yum, that's still open. Then they went over here. They did stupid college stuff, and he didn't stick it anywhere. So I'm like, this is perfect. That's what Tinder created for him in this environment. So I can, and I'm not a fool to sit here and go, he doesn't watch porn. Nobody watches porn. Like, it's just he tells the truth because he would also come home and tell the truth of exactly what the other thing would happen if and when it does. So in that broad context, there's this idea that it's not okay to just go stick it anywhere. So sitting in a Wawa parking lot, you're not getting experience. You're not getting life benefit. You're not even getting sexual gratification. What, what you are getting is a lifetime of therapy over what the fuck are you doing? It's sad. I don't like it. I wouldn't like it for either kid. And I certainly don't like it for who are these partners that this teen girl is with? Are they other teen boys or is it worse yes. than that? Are no, they older? Teen, well, that I know of. Um, but I finally, like, I, I've been waving the flag of, and what do you get out of it? And what do you get out of it? And now that women are finally, young ladies are finally getting something out of it, I can't really turn my back on them. I fought for this. But can you imagine? Oh, so that felt nice for you. Could you imagine if you gave a shit about the human that was on the other side of that experience? I mean, I hate to quote Hamilton again, but wait for it. I mean, really, just wait for <laughs> that's it. That's the quote. You think you're going to attribute wait for it to him? He's the first one. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Hilarious. It's his. He didn't invent all words. All that right. He's all together. right, Lynn. Okay. Look, I have to have some sort of musical theater in every episode, <laughs> or Ginger's going to be upset. Perfect. Um. So I just. I don't know how to teach you to wait for it because like you said, oh no, they know COVID. They're never going to do it again. No. Once you have it, you can never unhave it and never not have the taste for it. And it's it's opening Pandora's box. The box, open your box. Your box is open. But so. I also, I, I, sort of, is the instead of a full-throated yes, I will say sort of, I also know that once you have connection, once you have deep, you know, infatuated teen love, gross, don't make that face when I say deep. <laughs> she once said you deep. have once you have the everything that is not just stick it in, oh yay, woo. Once you have another kind of connection, you have a taste for that too. Okay? So I understand the scratch and itch. 
if you yep. got to scratch your itch or if you got to feel like you're the person who is the itch scratcher sitting in a parking lot week after week, day after day, God forbid, hour after hour, you're not doing anything. You're not, you're, you're, that's a, that's a sign of a problem. That's an absolute problem. There's intervention that's needed there. That is not, that is not okay. Absolutely not okay. Going on a whole bunch of dates with people who are DTF and wondering what's going to happen at the end of the night. That's not great, but that's also, I, I got to say, we, we've all, we, you know, 80% <laughs> people got high, people had sex, people watch porn. So it would be irresponsible as a parent to say, you know, our God-fearing, loving child, you know, straight-laced, all this other. Yeah, he's got a really good head on his shoulders, and it's a really attractive uh, face on that head. And a lot of people want just that from him. And so, Webs, we've been very clear. You, you should make sure that you're taking from this experience as much as you're giving and make it balanced and make it even. And that's, that's really tricky. That's tricky as an adult. Dear listener, get on that. Um, that is your homework for this week to find the balance of all of those things. I actually gave Amy homework last week oh, to sake. to make two lists. Uh, two lists. One, go yes. talk. I have. Okay, go. Talk. One being things that you really enjoy doing, right. things that are good, and then the other list is your fucking day to day. And then I asked oh. you to see if you could move something from your joy list to your day to day, and. I was wondering if you did your homework. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was two lists. I made the list of the things that I would like to be doing, the things that make me happy, my happy list. And it was hard to make that fucking list. And then I thought your homework was going to be, now let's figure out how you can do any of this shit ever. So, because clearly it's not happening in any of your days. So, and it's it's on the one level, it it is completely up to me to put this stuff more into my days. And on another level... The reason that I can't put it into my days is because, are you kidding me? So that's that's the part that is I'm not going to be able to resolve in a podcast. But there's there's simple things. What do I what do I love doing? Laughing, right? Creating. These are the things that are on my list. I tried to make it really granular and specific, and the truth is they all kept coming back to these very big categories. And the more that I do of those big categories, the better my life will be. I was going to say the better I feel. It's not necessarily so. The better that my life will be. So I'm I'm trying to, I have started already. I just fast forwarded into the doing phase. That's typically where I go. So I've started uh, going back and getting a weekly massage, which is, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you. So, well, I thought, you know, I like physically feeling better. I like feeling strong, able to move without cracking and popping and all of my bones falling into a Halloween mess on the floor. Like I just, I, you know, and I, I like being my skin being touched. I like having attention. I like soft, calming, soothing tones. And it puts the I lotion like, in the I, basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. And I also really like self-care. I've learned that this is something that I didn't know I needed and that I'm in control of doing. So I like all of these things. And I also really love knowing that I have a credit somewhere that can be used. So I have this massive, ridiculous credit. I have 28 credits. Each of it, massages? I have 28 credits at a spa where I can get a facial, I can get a this, I can get a that. Love anything. it. So I've decided, I'm, so I've been getting weekly 90-minute massages. Wow. For the, for the cost of a tip. <laughs> That's, That's it. Awesome. It's already prepaid. So, and there, the first one was so painful, it took me four days to recover. Because this woman is better than the needler. Do you remember when I was getting the yeah, dry kneeling? This woman, I've become her project person. That's also great. So you go in there and they're like, you know, they ask you these dumb questions. And I, I first of all, part of the reason I have all these credits is because I have a membership at this place and I haven't, I haven't done anything there. I was already had some credits build up. Haven't done anything there since before COVID. And then it was shut. So I even thought, great. So they're going to keep all my money. No, it just kept Jack on the monthly thing. So the long and the short of it is I put on two masks, which seems stupid. And she was wearing a mask. Um, I put on like a heavy, the N95 style. And then I just and put then my, a cloth and over. then a pretty one just so it was pretty. Um, and she kept hers on the whole time. And I, I thought that would be okay. But even when I got in there, after I did all their required protocols, she says, oh, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. I'm like, I wish you would Fuck wear it yeah. too. Yeah. Are you crazy? I'm going to be in here, you know, trying to not die when you take your steamroller and put it directly into my spinal column, which is what she does. She, I don't, she uses like her elbow and gets on there and uh, like right into the core of my neck. 
Our friend Anya is a massage therapist. I wonder if she uh, is back to work. She's in Colorado. I wonder if she's... I know she took a break and started making hand sanitizer or sand sanitizer, as Perfect. we call it in our house. Perfect. Um, which was a great way to pivot. And I wonder if she's pivoted back. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a... Self-care is probably the best thing from your list that you could try to move into your day-to-day. So you did do it. You just didn't realize you did no, the No, I, I did. No, I, okay. Well, I did that. And the, in terms of writing, creative writing, um, creating, period. It, it got so... All of the things that I do, paint this and everything, it came all the way back to, I just want to create. So... Um, it's, I haven't, I've started writing a very little bit, uh, and I'm trying to work that more in just fits and starts. And I've got all these friends who are, um, you know, professional writers and all of their tips and all the things that I never do. So I'm trying to do more of that and just, I'm baby stepping into it. Even the cooking thing. I don't, I don't take pleasure in cooking anymore. It's, it's sort of now I'm trying to find the motivation to do it. I'm just trying to get back to it. Singing can't do, won't do, can't get back to it. It's very hard. So swimming, where am I going to swim? Nowhere. Don't have access. I'm, I'll try to do these things. I'll try. You Just know, Sarah's back easier. to floating. She went back to floating. We have a, we have a float here, but I don't, I, that th- I don't think that would be for me. I don't think that would be for me. What are your thoughts on the, the float tank? Um, well, if they're emptying and refilling, I, I just, all right, here goes. I can't swim. So I have this 40-something-year-old irrational fear of the water and laying down in water. I just death seems like the next step for me, the way you can't whistle. Listen, bitch, oh. why do you have to call all my stuff out? <laughs> no, I can't. We're both limited, okay? Um, Let me, before we embarrass me some more, I'm here to tell you the floating thing. It's not irrational. It's, it's, it's very easy to get terrified by being closed in a dark cage with a door that has access from the outside that you could be locked in. So you're, it's animalistic. It'd be like being in an elevator and then all the lights go off and then it starts filling with water. Like that's not a place that you want to be as a human. And you can't swim. Right. Right. And you can't swim. So even for someone who can swim, this doesn't feel like the best solution for me. So it's not, yeah, I get that, that floating in this, in this sensory deprivation tank could be peaceful, but for me it's, there's a big, and probably the peace comes from overcoming that impediment to getting to the Zen state, overcoming that mental How block. could you be Zen if you know you could die? Because like, that's, you got, for me. that's the thing. When you release that, when you right. accept, that's when you get, happen. like, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't need to fucking work that hard. I could eat a cupcake, but I'm just saying. That makes me much more <laughs> Zen than the idea of floating in salt water. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. All right. So I'm trying to do more of the things from my happy list. And uh, I'm, what I'm also trying to do is let go of things that, and this is the hardest part, it's really easy to fixate on the attitude that I had about things that are still important to me. I was going to say, what was important seven months ago that's just not important now? Yeah, it's still fucking important. It's 100% still fucking important. And I used to, like, the ability to get through the day and the amount of things that I would accomplish relatively effortlessly even with some effort the amount of things that I would accomplish in a given day compared to the amount of effort it takes to physically still be breathing at the end of the day and have accomplished almost nothing truthfully that contrast is really hard for me to to get over without having a lot of anger and shame and guilt and um uh, what's the thing? Blame the where it's like I cannot believe that that this is I can't you know error. I'm just letting all that shit go is is really really hard. So I'm I'm working on that mostly trying to be. If people at school keep calling it grace. We're just gonna have grace, and I'm like, you're gonna have grace about my kid doing this thing that he should have never fucking done. You're kidding me. I'm like, yep, that's what we're gonna have. And I, so I'm trying to embrace that it's whole a Southern thing. I like that. Well, that's we grace. I'll we're going to on it. We're going to have no one. Well, no, it says not about, it's not about that. They're saying we're going to, we're going to have, give some grace about this notion get- of, of he's failed to turn something in or, you know, the technology didn't work and he's starting to go in a shit spiral. So they're like, you know what? We're, it's okay. We'll sort it out. You can have an extension that you could have never had before. And then magically with the extension, he does everything that was required. It's turned in and we just move on. So it's like, on the one hand, I fucking hate all that shit. I really do. Let's remove all the hurdles that are there for a reason. Um, But so 
I mean, that's a roundabout way of saying, yeah, I can't fucking whistle. And I should have taken this entire time <laughs> to I, I put on your bucket list, learn to whistle. And I, that even that sentence makes me so angry. I'll be editing that out. Um, it makes me really angry. But that is absolutely something that has always been on my bucket list. And I will probably go to my grave with it still on my fucking bucket list. And the fact that I've already sort of on some level accepted that I can't do it makes me so goddamn mad. It's the truth. I can whistle, period. I can make a whistle sound come out of my fucking face. But what I want to be able to do is twofold. I want to be able to stick the fingers in your mouth, make a really loud, painful whistle. And I want to progress to the point where I can still make that sound without sticking my fingers in my mouth. Because that's possible, too. And I can't fucking, I can't, I can't. That's a COVID risk right there. Screw it, man. That's important. Can you do the thing where you stick your fingers in your face? No, but I've never tried because I don't, uh, the whole fingers in the mouth thing. What? seems like a. I'll stop it. I have a friend who when she talks and says her S's, she She whistles. She sounds like that, that poo character. Which one is it? The owl? (laughs) Yes. It's infuriating, and I love her. So it's like, uh, I can't talk. (laughs) You learn sign language with me; it'll be fine. Yeah, I I try to I try to whistle along with songs, and I can't hit it, or I'll start, and then I can't get it, and it's just God, it really it it'll mess me up for a couple days. It makes me so mad. But do I fix it? No, I don't. I did have a couple of other topics, but I I really feel solid about what we've talked about. And I really feel like this is a a good ending spot other than to say, dear listeners, you know where I'm going with this, don't you, friends? Get in touch. (laughs) Stay in touch. It's so Um, lovely. But more importantly, do something for yourself. Do take something, dear listener, from your I love to read list. I love your list of things that give you joy and move it to your day to day or every other day. You don't have to. Or that weekly massage sounds fantastic. I would settle right now for a monthly massage. We too have chits that are growing at a hand and douchebaggery place where we should get a massage. But I don't feel comfortable enough to leave my house long enough to mask up twice to do. I'm not there yet. No, and 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 it's probably not wise. This is also uh, going and getting this done for me. It's equal parts therapeutic as much as it is sort of mental. It's as much physical as it is mental. She's she is actively working out muscles so that like oh look I can turn my head like that's the level. Oh I didn't realize I was not standing up straight. So on the one hand that that mitigates some of the risk that's that's actually very real and very there. What I wanted to say is it felt overwhelming and not possible for me to make a list of things that I enjoy. Even coming up with a list was hard. Even thinking about it, it was, it's that far from my life right now. It felt overwhelming. And then having the notion of this list, trying to force that anywhere into my day also felt overwhelming. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. Once you start doing that sort of thing, just making even a small list, because I'm the first one, I can't journal because I'm too judgy of everything that I do. So I try not to judge. And I usually my natural inclination is to not judge other people. But for me, whoo, no, that's I'm I'm absolutely the best and greatest. You judge. are your biggest obstacle. I can't even. Yeah. So making these lists was hard because I was like, that's not. Uh. And the truth is, once you get it down, you realize uh, make it simple on yourself. You can find laughter. You can. You don't have to feel happy. You can watch a movie, read a book, see a see a commercial that makes you laugh, hear a song, and you can laugh. And laughing for twenty seconds is beneficial. And then try to laugh again. Try to repeat it. Find yourself laughing at yourself for trying to find ways to laugh because that's really fucking stupid. I mean, it could just be super simple and micro. It doesn't have to be change the world stuff. Release that. And just try to do one thing that makes you happy. And if it's easy for you, God bless. Do more of it because the at world Listen needs more Brilliant. of you. At Listen Brilliant, please write in and tell us the little things you've done. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. To bring a little bit of that joy into your life and to make things a little better for you. I'm so grateful that you did your homework last week. Um, I think everybody learned from your homework. Your homework <laughs> for this week is to watch porn. I'm not going to do it. That's out. Sorry. Try something I was else. just teasing. You don't have to do that. I won't do um, it. I won't do it. Dear listener, thank you for tuning in once again and listening and being a part of our our 
family of of our banter we enjoy knowing that you're out there and still coming back for more and we hope that you are still enjoying the show if you are not i'm sure that's going to be the first thing you write to tell us listen i will i will make this (laughs) commitment to you and to ginger for that matter I will rewatch, which I haven't seen in a generation. I will rewatch episode one of Outlander, which is as close to porn as you can get without being actual porn. So, and I will watch it with my husband. So he will see why I've suffered through six seasons of this show, all based on the first three episodes. So there yes, you have it. I was like, not it. just one, one, two, and three. Yeah, I that's... don't remember, but I, I remember some of it. So I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, okay. If it were a VCR tape, which does not exist anymore, it would have worn through at that point. So, yeah, that's great. Wait, okay. save, rewind, rewind, stop, so, rewind, yeah, so join. So join us on all of the socials. You can find us. It's always Listen Brilliant. You can also find us on Facebook, as you know, Brilliant Observations. But we do have a private group, Brill Obs Squad, in which we will very likely start a topic of conversation for people who are bold enough and porny enough. Maybe we could do a poll. Do you want, we'll have to phrase it in such a way where people can feel they can answer. There's a way you can do a poll where you just say yes, yes, no, no, what have you. And we'll get to see what all of our special top secrets want to say about this topic. I think you will be surprised. I think you will be surprised. Well then surprise us fans and friends and listeners. And we'll tune in next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.